are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? We have so much to get into today. We are going to do a full NFL draft grade rundown. Webb has made his terrible draft grades. I have made excellent ones. Webb, do you disagree with that assessment? Obviously. Disagree. We are also going to talk about the Aaron Rodgers saga in Green Green Bay. Webb has some thoughts that I am sure I will disagree with. Do you agree with that at least? Yeah, for sure. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers. So it came out Thursday that Aaron Rodgers was unhappy in Green Bay. Reports came out that he wanted to leave, that he would never return to Green Bay. Then on the weekend, it kind of came out that he would come back as long as they fired the GM, Brian Gutenquist. Webb, do you think Aaron Rodgers has played his last down for the Packers? No, I said this last week, and I'll say it again. This this is not a situation where Aaron Rodgers is not going to come back to Green Bay. My stance has not changed, even though Aaron Rodgers has conceded a bit since our last conversation. I still think he's done in Green Bay. I would be very surprised if he comes back, 100%. I think he has pushed it too far that he could pull it back now and have any self-respect. You can't come out this far in your skis. And then say, you know what, guys? No biggie. I'm good. And then just come back in the building and have anyone respect you. Aaron Rodgers will come back. They will give him what he's owed. It's going to be reconciled. It just doesn't make sense for him to leave for either side. It does not make sense. Aaron Rodgers holds all the power. I'm not saying he can't leave. I'm just saying I don't think he will. It does not make sense. Uh, I talked about it a little bit last week, or maybe I didn't, but like the grass isn't always greener. You're going to go to another team and there's no guarantee with anything that this is going to turn out how you think it's going to turn out. If you're Aaron Rodgers, stay in Green Bay, your legacy cemented already. Just play for that team. Just because you saw Brady do it in Tampa doesn't mean it's going to work out for you if you go to another team. And um, it's just, it's, it's just, it's just a negotiation thing, man. Like they hit a, a real bad roadblock in the negotiations april 29th aaron Rodgers said that he did not want to play in green bay anymore same day as the draft two days later we heard that aaron Rodgers would not come back to green bay unless the gm gutekunst was gone already a concession within 48 hours on aaron Rodgers' part did you see what Devonte adams tweeted out today yeah he said you got to appreciate what you got while you got it right I think Aaron Rodgers has told teammates that he's done in Green Bay. I, I think, think he's told Ro- people that he's done. He has told teammates. If he hadn't told teammates, I would I would agree that there's an opening to come back. Telling teammates it's over and then walking back in the building is really hard to do. That's a huge assumption. We don't know that he's told teammates that. I think the so teammates It was reported him. he did that. I think, I think the teammates support him. And this is a negotiation tactic. You've been saying since January that this guy is gone. I think it's a negotiation tactic. He wants more money. They're not giving him more money. He has the leverage. He can leave. His teammates support him to get more money. So they're just like, why not? Like they're saying he could leave. They're probably doing the same thing, trying to help him out and get that money. He should be there. So I've been saying it actually since the draft last year. He's been, he's been, but he's you were wrong about that. No, I said he's going to leave. This is not going to end well. And I think it's actually really spineless on Green Bay's part where they made the bet that Aaron Rodgers was going to be done and Jordan loves the next guy. 
And then Aaron Rodgers comes out and wins an MVP. So their bet looks terrible. They're like, oh, we we did this, then we probably should have done it. They should live with their bet. You made the bet Jordan Love would be better. Play Jordan Love. Let Aaron Rodgers go. You made the bet. Stick with your bet. You can't I think do it's it. gonna work. I think it's gonna work out horribly for both sides if uh, they have a divorce. And I think they should just come together. I think Aaron Rodgers is definitely the one wronged in this in this situation. I think he should definitely get the money that he's owed. And they're not respecting him. I think it's a respect thing. Um, and I I I think it's just uh him wielding his power right now like pay me what i deserve or i leave i'm not saying he's bluffing i'm just saying that i think a big thing is him not getting respect and michael lombardi said the same thing it's a respect thing um and they even talked about uh jake kumaro the receiver as being like the last nail in the coffin kind of thing for the relationship i think it's just a i think it's a respect thing that aaron Rodgers is feeling disrespected just to explain the Kumaro thing, because you mentioned it to me, I didn't remember the story. What happened with Kumaro for the listeners is Aaron Rodgers, say on Tuesday, said, oh, Kumaro's playing amazing in training camp. I see I, he's definitely going to make the team. Then they cut him on the Wednesday, the very next day. Right. So it made Aaron Rodgers look kind of stupid is how he felt. Right. And it's just, again, like they're not really showing that he is, he's someone that they respect with the utmost um Without more utmost respect there because he's gotten them to wherever they've gone, it's been because of him over the last 15 years, 16 years. So they're kind of screwing him over and 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 beating around the bush and they're not showing him, you know, what he's due. And they're really making him look like like a chump by doing that. So I understand that he's that he's upset, but I don't think he's done in Green Bay. I, he has too much, too many years left. And if he goes to another team, I just don't think it's gonna work out. It usually does not. Okay. You think is everything's gonna get fixed. How do they fix it? What is it? What does Green Bay do to make this right? Because something has to change. Like he's not coming, he's not coming back if everyone's still there. Something no. has something big has to change. This can't just be about money anymore. But, but um, what changes? Money changing, him getting paid will be a big thing. And I think that is one of the things. Him getting more say so in the personnel decisions going forward i think money's a big one uh him getting assurance that they're not moving on from him in 2022 um i think those are some of the things that he would want and that he deserves those things happen i think those things are are easy to happen um i think that changes a lot of things or and or uh the gm steps down which who knows if that happens i don't know but it can. But I think the starting point is paying him what he deserves and giving and listening to listening to what he what he wants and giving him those things because he deserves everything. Okay, so I think there is an eighty five percent chance he's done in Green Bay. That is the the fifteen percent chance that he comes back. Two people have to leave the building: Jordan Love and Guntequest have to be gone. I don't think he comes back if. He might come back if Jordan Love's still there. I don't know how he comes back if, if the GM is still there. I don't know how he does that. I, I just, he is so petty. He cut his parents out of his life. I don't see him cutting a team out being that big an issue for him. He has a lot of other options. He has a lot of options. I just don't know if it's going to work out for him. Like, it's not just, he's not a free agent. 
Like, it's not like you. he can just leave and the team and just going to another team that's already sort of established and they have, you know, the pieces in place. I, I agree with you that, but at least he has like jobs that lined up in Hollywood that he could do to make a decent amount of money right away. I would be, I think there's a 0% chance that Aaron Rodgers walks away from football. Not so, when he's still playing at this level. AJ Hawk was with Aaron Rodgers at the Kentucky Derby this weekend. He said there's a 0% chance he retires, but he didn't, he didn't say that Aaron was going to come back to Green Bay. He basically said that's not, that's up to Aaron. But from the interview I saw with him today, he made it seem like his time in Green Bay is done. But the why guy would, who's close with him. But I would too, if my friend is trying to negotiate a contract and someone from the employer comes over to me and says, hey, Webb, what do you think is going on with this contract negotiation? I wouldn't say, oh, don't worry. He's just calling the bluff. He'll be back. <laughs> don't worry about it. This is going to heal. This is going to be patched up in time. No, I'm going to put on the, the front or just make sure that I'm not having my friend lose power. And I'm saying, hey, man, like he told me that he wants out. I'm going to I'm going to support my friend and, 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 and continue that that narrative. I'm not going to change anything. Then Aaron Rodgers looks like a, like a fool. So you're saying 100% he's back in Green Bay next year. You're saying Aaron Rodgers is a weak-willed coward who will never stick to his guns, and he will never walk away from the Packers. That's what you're saying. He has no, no character in his body is what you're saying. No, I'm saying 0% chance that he leaves football, and I'm saying that if – I'm saying this – I'm saying he will be in Green Bay if he gets paid or good guns is gone – or he gets power, or they give him they if they give him what he wants, he's back. I don't think the Packers are so I'm fine. I'll say yes, 100% he's back in Green Bay. I don't think the Packers are going to let Aaron Rodgers leave over something as silly as few million dollars that this guy is worth. It's it, it it's it's honestly like it's tens of millions of dollars that he would want that he's owed, and it's going to seem so stupid in the future. Looking back on this. If they don't give it to him, so zero percent chance he's gone. Because I think they're gonna, I think the front office is gonna fold. Tim. So apparently, from reporting, he has been offered new contracts and he's turned them down. I'm not sure if they weren't big enough or if he's just not interested in listening to them right now. So it's possible they already have offered him money and guaranteed. I, I'm just I, not sure. I think they have offered him money. I don't think they haven't offered him money. I don't think it's been in the ballpark of what he deserves or what he thinks he deserves. I think that's the problem. I think they've offered him money, but it's just not enough. I just think it would, it would make no sense for this guy to leave and it would make no sense for them to let him leave. I think if for both sides, it's going to be stupid. It's going to be worse for Green Bay to let him go. But I think for Aaron Rodgers, it might not be a storybook ending if he goes to another place, like another team. I think Aaron Rodgers will make any team he goes to better. I think he could turn almost any team into a Super Bowl contender. I think he knows how good he is. I think it would be much worse for the Packers than him. Yes, I think but he would it choose hardly where to works go out well for enough. these guys. It's very rare that it works out for guys who stage some kind of holdout and go to another team. Very rarely does it work out. It doesn't happen with quarterbacks, though, really. Like Carson Palmer Whoever, almost went to a Super Bowl. He got very close to a Super Bowl. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. Those are the two only guys that have done it. I'm talking about in, I'm talking about in sports in general, not just football. Any all those guys who make a, Anthony a, a Davis. Ruckus, you name three people in professional sports. Those are the last three guys that have done it. Name me, name me some more. I'm saying it's rare. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm saying it's rare. 
Because I can name you Carmelo Anthony. I can name you James Harden. I can name you a, a, a bunch of guys from, from – I can name you Le'Veon Bell, who didn't really do it to win a Super Bowl. I can – there's no. a bunch of guys who do that. Allen Iverson. I agree with you. It almost never works. I think quarterbacks are a different ballgame, though, than almost anyone else in sports. Because if the quarterback's bad in the team, they have no chance. But, like, Peyton Manning's teams went 12-4 and four every year, and then he left, they went 2-14. and 14. That's how much difference the quarterback could have on how good a team is. Aaron Rodgers is that level of quarterback. He, if, if, the, if he was on the Jaguars last year, how many wins did they have? Eight, nine? Is that a one? Yeah, but that, I wouldn't say that's a good, a good uh, turn of events for him if he does that. No, but that's the wor- I'm just saying the worst team in the league would get eight more wins with Aaron Rodgers on it. A mediocre team that had six wins could get 12. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, no matter where he goes, they become an instant Super Bowl contender. For sure, but even on the team that he's been, even on the Super Bowl favorites or title favorites that he's, because Green Bay is a title favorite like a lot of the time, and they yeah. don't win. I don't know. I just, I just don't know if it'll work. I don't know if it makes sense for him to do it, especially at his age. He looked good last year. He's turning thirty-eight at the end of the year. I, I don't know. So Aaron Rodgers is owed next season thirty-seven million dollars in a cap hit and thirty-eight dollars in dead cap money. So if they were to trade him, it has to be after June 1st. I don't know how he walks back in the locker room. I think he's gone, man. I don't know. He's, I agree with you that if nothing changes and he just comes back with his tail between his legs, he looks like a clown. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. Well, one, I don't think Aaron Rodgers would come back if nothing changes. And two, I don't think the Packers are going to um, not change anything. I think, something's gonna, I think they're going to grovel to him if it really looks like he's going to leave. They will do it at the worst. They will grovel to him. So Rich Eisen today said that he heard reports from people close to Rodgers that he would relish going to Denver and stopping Patrick Mahomes from getting the one seed in his division every every year. How much money has Aaron Rodgers made so far in his career? What, what do you think? I don't know. Over two, 200? 200. I heard this quote a little while ago. It wasn't about Aaron Rodgers, but what's the point of having FU money if you never tell anyone to FU? Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has made so much money. He's like, you know what? I can do whatever I want now. He doesn't need the Packers money anymore. The, the money's a symbol. Exactly. I think, but I don't think he needs the money to pay things off. I don't think he's looking to get that yacht and he needs this. He's not living check to check. I don't think it, the money is a representation of his worth to the team. It's a respect. I think in his mind, if they offered him a hundred, like $50 million, I, I, that's what so you and I just disagree. I think it's at a different point of the relationship. I think it's already over when they took Jordan love. He was done. He went last year to embarrass them, make them look foolish. I think in his brain, it's over. You think it's salvageable. I just don't think it's salvageable anymore. I think it's past that point. So I think the Jordan Love selection soured it. and But I don't think that was when Aaron Rodgers was done. I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, that situation was, was exacerbated by the fact that the Packers didn't publicly come out and commit to him. They didn't give him the money. I think the Aaron I think the Jordan Love thing could have been in the rear view if they had given Aaron Rodgers the money, if they came out and committed to him, if they trusted him in the playoffs, if they showed him more respect publicly and I guess privately as well. The Jordan Love thing could have been a, a blip. I think I honestly think so. I think it was the stuff that happened after Jordan Love as well. They didn't really reassure him about his his standing with the team. I agree that all those things made it worse, 
But I, I think in Roger's mind, he was cheated on with Jordan Love and then was made to see the girl every day for the next year. He saw her every day. He wanted to win a Super Bowl. The first round pick was inactive every week, didn't play. And the running back that took in round two was the third string running back. I think Rodgers thinks they're wasting his prime. And that could also be the unforgivable part. How do you go back to this team that did this to you? I think that's why I think it's past the point. And that's why I think if, if Gutekun steps down, I think Aaron Rodgers for sure goes back to at least discuss coming oh, back. If, if, if Gutekun gets fired, I don't think he can step down. I think, I think the president, Mark Murphy, has to fire him. So Rodgers knows that this happened because of me. If he steps down, they'll be like, ah, you know, it's, he'll give him another job later. I think if he's publicly humiliated, Rodgers wants blood right now. <laughs> he is the pettiest person alive. Like he's Michael Jordan level petty. He's that kind of petty. Yeah, I just don't I see him forgiving things. That's why he's so good. I think it's salvageable. And I think that it's a real risk. Aaron Rodgers going to another team. If he goes to Denver, no guarantees, man. You're going to go to another team that has two rookies, at least, sorry, not two rookies, two receivers. One of them who can't stay healthy. The running game is, eh. the offensive mm-hmm. line is improved. You also have Mahomes there. You have Justin Herbert and an improved Chargers team there. It's just nothing's guaranteed, man. Whether you stay in Green Bay or you leave, but at least it's something familiar in Green Bay. And you have a real shot if you can get past Tampa there. You know the lay of the land there in, in the NFC. Green Bay moved the new girlfriend in. And you just want to forgive it, Webb. That's the kind of man you are. Disgraceful. <laughs> Disgraceful. I think he'll be I, can, I think I, he will be back. I believe in family. I could never forgive that kind of betrayal. But apparently you could. That's good to know. I believe in forgiveness. Okay. The draft grades are in. I love the NFL draft. It is my favorite event of the year. The only thing I like more than the draft is being judgmental against people that I think are dumber than me. So this is right up my alley. We have broken down the NFL draft. Each division has grades, best pick, worst pick. I love this stuff, Webb. Are you ready for this? Always. Okay, let's start with the AFC East. We're going to go alphabetical order because I have OCD. Buffalo Bills are on the clock. What was the worst pick by the Buffalo Bills? So I thought the Bills had a really solid draft. I think their worst pick was in the sixth round, but they had three picks, so it's not that bad of a miss. Uh, Rashad Walgoose, corner. Um, I just thought they were just trying to reach, just trying to throw something up on the wall and see what stuck. They didn't need to do this. They could have gone for a receiver or a running back at this point. Um, but they had a, they had a decent draft, so it's not a not to take away anything from them. They drafted a guy named Rashad Wild Goose, and you're saying that wasn't a success. That is the best name in NFL draft history, <laughs> and I am furious at you right now. <laughs> is it better than Storm Johnson? Oh, God, Storm, he's the one that got away. <laughs> so I have for their worst pick, and this isn't about the player. It's Carlos Basham Jr., Boogie Basham from Wake Forest. I like the player. But in the first round, they took the guy that plays the same position. I don't like the doubling up. They could have got different positions. There were other guys in the board they could have done. I just don't like that fit there. That was the worst pick for me. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. Yeah. What was Buffalo's best pick? Uh, to me, it was their first pick, Greg Rousseau. I, I agree like with you. And I don't... And one of the reasons why I like that is because I think that Buffalo needed um, that help um, on the outside there. Pass rushing. I think we talked about it on the on our 
preview or our mocks um, that Buffalo needed to nail this. I think you identified running back as a position of need as well, but um, obviously pass rushing is more important um, for this team at least. So in my last mock, I had them taking Greg Rousseau. So it would be very hypocritical for me to not like the pick. So I like the pick very much. Okay. And my grade for them was a B. I thought it was a very solid draft. They didn't have a lot of needs. I thought they did what they needed to do. Same. Yeah. Okay. Next up, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, what was their worst pick, Web? Um, you know, I want to say Jalen Waddle, but I actually am not that mad at that pick. I'd say Javon Holland. Uh, so for me, I think when you have someone like Trevon Merrick available and you have two picks in the first round, why would you not swing for this guy at pick 18? Um, so that was the worst pick for me. I, it's not that I hate the player. I just think that going for that position that they could have secured earlier, um, they went for it in the second round a little too late. So I agree with you. They shouldn't have done that. But they actually took Javon Holland when Morig was still on the board. They could have had Morig if they wanted him. They chose not to. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It's crazy to me, too. It's not good. No. <laughs> and, and when we get to the team that took, uh, took him, took Morig, um, it's actually pretty interesting. Uh, my worst pick was Jalen Waddle. This guy was injured all last season. I, I get the juice and the explosion and the big playability, but I have my doubts that there's going to be a next Tyreek Hill. Like, I just don't think. Like Everyone wants the next guy, but the reason they do, that guy is so rare. They're hard to come by again. I just I have my doubts he's going to be a top five receiver, and they took him like he's going to be one. So normally I would slam this pick, but I because Miami is already good and they have a lot of um, they don't have a lot of security in, in in a lot of their positions. I didn't hate this pick as much as I did for other teams that took receivers early. Uh, I agree with you. Like trying to knock this out the park and replicate Tyree Kill is just it's a pipe dream. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. What was the best pick for Miami? Uh, I think Miami's best pick. You know what? I'm actually gonna go with Liam Eikenberg. Me too, my boy. And the reason, and I, I almost said Jalen Phillips. Sorry, my notes were a little uh, confusing, but, uh, yeah, I'm no, Liam, <laughs> Liam Eikenberg. Uh, I think Miami obviously missed out on Penny Sewell, Rashawn Slater, and they took Jalen Waddle. They got one of the top, uh, offensive linemen later on in the draft, uh, second round, and he probably could have gone in the first, but they got him late. Uh, after a couple miscues, I think they made up for their draft grade by getting this guy. I think it's going to help him a lot. I love Eichenberg. I thought he was a first-round pick. If the Colts had taken him at 21, I would not have been angry about that. I love the pick. My favorite pick by far for them. And I have them graded as an A-. minus. I like Phillips. I like Holland, the player, just not above Morig. Eichenberg, and I like Hunter Long as well. So a lot of good picks there. I gave them a B. Um, and I think that Eichenberg make up for it, made up for it. I liked Hunter Long as well. But the Jalen Waddle, Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland, just kind of dropped their grade to me there. Okay. Next up, we have the new England Patriots, the devil's team. I am furious because I have them not having a worse pick. I actually like everything they did in the draft and it's infuriating to me. I love their draft. Did you agree? No worse pick? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that, but I definitely love their draft. So, so for me, the reason I do that is the, the sixth and seventh round, I consider those lottery tickets. So I don't really criticize teams for bringing a guy in. 
I'm not like, oh, I'm going to kill you for a sixth round pick. If your first four rounds are good, I'm usually pretty okay with it. Fifth round is in the middle there. I like what they did, though. I, I, I think they were good. I, it's infuriating that Bill Belichick is good at his job. It's infuriating. I wasn't huge on Ramondre Stevenson. Fair. Very fair. And what was your favorite pick by them? Christian Barmore. Me too, man. I love the value there. Yeah, it's... I agree, man. And it was a need, I think. Oh, for sure. And if anyone's the issues he has, I think Belichick's the coach that can get the to then fix those problems. So it's the perfect place for him. I gave them an A. I love Mac Jones. They got a great steal there. Ronnie Perkins fixed fixed it. Ah, fits the defense. Good depth. I like it. I gave them a B plus because I'm not that high on Mac Jones, but I think that fit on the New England Patriots is going to be great. Um, they didn't target a receiver uh, where they could have gotten Ramondre, so I gave them a B plus. I, I dinged them a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they did pay a receiver eleven million dollars who got a one million dollar contract last year, so who knows? <laughs> the New York Jets are on the board now. Some people liked their draft. I was not one of them. Well, what was the worst pick for the New York Jets? Everyone's going to say taking two Michael Carters going to be the <laughs> is going to be the worst pick. Um, you know what? I don't think they had a really bad pick in this. The two Michael Carters thing is just stupid, by the way. They shouldn't have done it. It's just way too confusing. <laughs> and I, I read into it. Michael Carter from Duke tackled Michael Carter from North Carolina in a game. And that must have blown everyone's mind. That's not fair. Just yeah, for teams, yeah. it's not fair. It's like you're in the Matrix. <laughs> uh, my worst pick was Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU. He was my number five quarterback this year. The talent is there. I just do not think he will ever become an elite guy. Yeah, I, I'm not high on Zach Wilson, but if that's their guy and they think that he is, you know, I, I thought it was really ballsy to take him. I don't think it was a bad pick. I just obviously would have preferred Justin Fields there. Um, so. Anyone but him. It's going to be a mess. Uh, my favorite pick was actually the Michael Carter, the running back from North Carolina. This guy was some people's number four running back in the draft. Uh, the Athletic had Michael Carter with the same grade as Travis Etienne, who went in round one compared to round four. So I like the value there. Okay. It's not bad. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, for me, was their steal or their best pick. Uh, they traded up. I really like that. They got their guy on the O-line to protect Zach Wilson. Hopefully this helps them make look, this helps to make him look better. Yeah. I hope it doesn't. Cause then I'll look foolish. So written against this guy's whole career. Let's go. I, I do have to say Zach Wilson doesn't seem like the nicest guy. Like I just, there's something about him that bothers me in his interviews. So personality look, wise, not a fan. He looks like he always tells people the valet scratched his car. <laughs> he just, I just this don't like him. His face is look. It looks aggravating. Yeah, he looks like he has enemies. Did you see the video of him at the draft with him with four black guys? No. It is amazing. Uh, one of the guys like, like throws up like a, a deuce or something like that, and he takes a step back like he's terrified. Oh, it is no, insane. It's. I was like, what is this guy doing? It's that amazing. Was- Zach Wilson, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a fan of the personality. I Either am I. this guy really knock it out the park. Yeah, I don't think he will. I gave the draft a B minus, by the way. What did you think? I gave, I gave the draft a B plus. Yeah, you're a much easier grader than me. I liked it. The AFC it's- North. <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens are up first in alphabetical order. 
What was your best pick for the Ravens? Uh, I think my best pick for, or my favorite pick for the Ravens is probably Ben Cleveland. I like that pick too. That was a good pick. I had it as Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver from Minnesota. I love him. I think getting him at 27 was a steal. I think he's going to be really good for Lamar. Okay. I, I like that pick better because they had the two in the first round. I like that pick as well. Yeah. And what was your worst pick? Sean Wade, round five, corner. I mean, it's not that bad. Baltimore had quite a few picks, um, at least in that round. And I just thought they could have – I don't know. They took Brandon Stevens in round three. I thought they could have maybe tried to, I don't know, get a tight end or get someone else on the edge. They need help on the edge. So wasn't a huge fan of that pick. So my worst pick was Odafe Owe, uh, formerly Jason Owe from Penn State. So my issue is that the way you just said Baltimore needs help on the edge and they need it now. They don't have guys. And he was the rawest prospect in the draft. Yeah. The athletic numbers were off the chains, but this year they don't have a body. So I don't think he's going to help this year. So I did not like that pick. That's fair. Yeah. I gave the draft a B minus. Uh, I give them a C plus. Trying to look tough in front of me now. I actually insulted you. Okay. I get what you're I doing. I went one grade <laughs> lower than you. I think I actually probably have more lower grades than you do at this point. I will see. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. That's an A. I give a B plus. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. If you said positive things, I would say you're too hard on people. It didn't matter what you said. I was going to go against you. It didn't matter <laughs> for being honest here. <laughs> you're a terrible person. 100%. <laughs> Are you just learning this now? We've done 142 shows. I have a type. <laughs> No, I just, I just want the listeners to just know this. Just know it. Okay, the Cincinnati Bengals are up next. I had their best pick being Joseph Asai, the edge from Texas with pick 69. I think he fits their defense really well. They drafted a guy, Sam Hubbard, a few years ago. I think he's kind of in that mold, so I like the pick. I agree with you. That was the best pick um, for Cincy here, a need. And they got another guy on the edge around four. But I like Joseph Asai here. Good value. And the worst pick to me was Jamar Chase. Uh, they, they should have went with Penny Sewell. It was stupid. Joe Burrow can't throw the ball if he doesn't have any knees. That's just a fact of science. Very stupid. They're going to regret this. It's very unlikely. Man, I'm going to get into it. It's, it, 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 was this, it was probably the worst pick of the early first round, in my opinion. I was really mad about it because... Like close to the draft day, everyone's like, this is going to happen. And I was like, no, the, the Bengals won't be this stupid. And they were that stupid. And I just, the receiver's flashy, but they have two good receivers. They don't have a great offensive line. Like, I don't want Joe, Joe Burrow turning into Andrew Luck. And that's what's going to happen to him. But why take Penny Sewell or Rashawn Slater when you can have Jackson Carmen in the second <laughs> round? So Stupid. Stupid ex- team. <laughs> so, exactly. Like, Instead of taking Jackson Carmen, they could have went Penny Sewell and take Terrence Marshall from LSU, who also yes. played with him at LSU. Like there was so much better things to do, and they just played it totally wrong. These these GMs are just trying to they're they're all just a copycat sort of uh, set of people. They're all trying to get these um, dynamic three receiver sets, or they're all trying to draft two tight ends, or they're they're just copying each other, man. They just it's just the same thing, and they're all going to be bad. I agree 100%. Okay, uh, Cleveland's up next. Sorry, for Cincinnati, I gave them a C-. minus. I was furious about Jamar Chase. I gave him a C. Okay. Uh, Cleveland's up next. I think they had one of the best drafts, which was very impressive to me. 
their best pick to me was JOK, Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. I thought he was a top 15 player. He went mid-second round or almost end of second round. I thought it was an excellent pick. We agree. JOK was my my pick right there too. The thing that with me is that Cleveland's roster is so good, they couldn't really do any wrong in this draft um, early on. Like they had so few holes to fill. It was just about just, just stacking and just getting deeper to me. But, um, but their two holes were at cornerback and linebacker. And they got two great players there. I thought they did an excellent job. Yeah. And and so linebacker, yes, linebacker was one. Corner, you know what? Honestly, I I thought they got a, an okay corner. I wasn't that sold on Greg Newsom. I thought if they really wanted to um, improve that that area, the secondary, they could have traded up and yeah. and and got gotten someone else. So I wasn't that thrilled with Greg Newsom, but because the team's so deep and so good already, like I'm okay with it. They took and they took Greedy Williams. What was it? Two years ago. Yeah, who's never healthy though. So yeah. they have a issue. bad history of of drafting corners recently. Really Denzel Ward, Justin Gilbert, like, Justin Gilbert. <laughs> like it's <laughs> he he was out of the league in like a year and a half as the ninth pick. It's tough. Uh, the worst pick I had none. I liked all of these picks. I loved Anthony Schwartz. He's the fastest guy in the draft. James Hudson's a good developmental developmental tackle. Tommy Tugai from Ohio State's a good defensive player. Like they did a lot of good things here. Uh, I didn't care for um, Demetric Felton, but it's a sixth round pick, so that's fine. Yeah, I gave it an A. Um, I gave him a B plus. Pittsburgh is up next. What did you have as Pittsburgh's best draft pick? Let me guess, Najee Harris. You know what? Their their draft wasn't that great, so no, <laughs> Najee Harris is not going to be the best draft pick for me. Um. I'd probably say Dan Moore, fourth round pick, offensive line, because they actually need offensive line help. Um, and also Kendrick Drink, oh, Kendrick Green, who was in the third round. Um, sorry, I'll go Kendrick Green. So I had a tie for, for I had a tie. Uh, Quincy Roche from Miami, the linebacker, he's more of a defensive end. That was great value in the sixth round. And I think Pat Freermouth from Penn State was a really good tight end. He's the number two tight end in the class. But that was good value. I wish they'd taken the offensive lineman earlier, but they didn't. So you kind of have to go on what they did, but I like those two players. So those are the two best ones for me. Yeah. A whole slew of offensive linemen were taken in the second round. So yeah. they look really stupid. And Najee Harris was their worst pick. A running back in round one. I never like it, even though I love the player. I actually didn't think that was their worst pick. I thought Frymouth was a worse pick because they took Najee Harris. They had a chance to shore up the offensive line as good as Frymouth is. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think I like the Najee Harris better than, than Frymouth. At least Frymouth can block somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not the player necessarily like better. It's just at that point got, in the I draft, got, I get to rectify something. And it's a solid D for me. I give it a C. Now you're just sucking up to big Ben. Terrible. So either way you lose, doesn't matter. Either okay. Way. The AFC West, Denver is up first. What was Denver's best pick besides getting Aaron Rodgers into trade sometime soon? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Quinn Miners. That was their best pick. Their offensive line has improved, but I think it's gotten even better now. Um, I wasn't, I didn't mind their first two picks, like the first two rounds, but I thought Quinn Miners was great value. 
So I like their second round pick, Javante Williams from North Carolina. He was my, like, he was tied with ETN for me. They were like the same grade and they got him a little bit later. So I like that value. I think he's really going to open up that offense. I like that pick too. I think a lot of people slammed that pick because they thought that Denver had other needs that could have addressed at that point in the draft. It was pretty early in the second round, but I liked it. Yeah. They traded up to do it. And the worst pick to me was your best pick, Quinn Miners. <laughs> so my issue isn't the player. I think he could be good. But I think he's the earliest a Division three player has ever been drafted for offensive line. It's just a huge step up in competition. It could be very hard. He looked really good at the Senior Bowl. But the Senior Bowl isn't the NFL. I think there could be a huge jump for him to make. And I'm not sure he's ready for it yet. Okay. And I think my worst pick was... Baron Browning, uh, and it's not the player necessarily, but it's the fact that Denver didn't have another pick for another two rounds. And I thought they could have hit this out the park, yeah. could have done better um, at that point, knowing that you don't have a pick for a while. Well, they took Pat Sertain with the first pick, with, at pick nine, because they knew Green Bay wanted him back in a trade for Aaron Rodgers, right? So they were planning ahead, at least. That was smart for them. Yeah, I hope that works out for them. <laughs> The Kansas City Chiefs are up next. The Chiefs did not have too many picks in this draft, but I kind of like what they did. My favorite pick for them was Creed Humphrey, center from Oklahoma. I love this guy, lefty. I think he makes their offensive line much better. I like the pick. I love the Chiefs draft. Man, they're really doing some good things in this offseason. I think it's just to spite me. Um, my, <laughs> my favorite pick was Nick Bolton. Um, and one of the reasons why is because my Rams took an amazing receiver just before him. We're going to get to the Rams. Yeah. I think that's why I like the Chiefs so much, just to spite you. We have a lot in common. It's good times. That's that's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, the worst pick for me was Joshua Kando, the edge from Duke. There were just better guys in the board that I liked more. So uh, I'm, I'm lukewarm on him. But I like the draft overall. It was a good draft. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you on, on Kando. I thought they had a fantastic draft, particularly in the the latter rounds, fifth and sixth round. I love it. Noah Gray from Duke is really good. I I agree with you. Uh, B-plus from me. Same for me. Okay. The Las Vegas Raiders are next, even though I wrote down Oakland Raiders. Going to ignore my own stupidity. What was the best pick the Raiders made? I think we're going to agree here. So, obviously, the best pick is Alex Leatherwood. Um, (laughs) No, I'm joking. Uh, (laughs) The best best trick, the best pick is Trayvon Merrig. Second round after all the other idiot teams passed on him, the Raiders did something smart. I agree. He's the best pick by far, not close. What was the worst pick? I don't want to say Alex Leatherwood because I think he might be decent. It's just where they took him at pick 17 overall, which was really stupid. And I don't understand why they did it. So I'm going to go with Leatherwood. It's the easy choice, but man, that was dumb to take him so early. I agree. That was the wrong, like, I like the player. I don't like the value. You could have got him at 27. I just don't understand what they were doing there. Like Christian Darisaw was still on the board and I get he's a left tackle. He could learn to play the right side. Leatherwood played the left side in college as well. Like I just, Darisaw was still on the board. They took Leatherwood instead. So it didn't make sense to me. The draft was a C minus. I gave them a B because I thought they made up for it. Really, really, really bad time to take Alex Leatherwood, but I thought they made up for it in the in the later rounds, second, third, and fourth. I think he's going to be a good player. I just don't think it was worth the pick. 
I agree. Okay, the Chargers. I think this one's pretty easy for us for best pick. Sean Slater, tackle at 13. People thought he was going to go with like seven, so it was great value for him there. I agree. And the worst pick, uh, Josh Palmer from Tennessee, the receiver. I just, I thought that there was other receivers on the board that I liked more than him. I get why they took him, but I thought there were better guys available, so that's the worst pick, although it's not a criticism of him, really. My worst pick for the Chargers was Larry Roundtree, the third. The Chargers have like 16 of these running backs around the same height that do about the same thing. Not impressed. Take a, take a game changer and stop drafting Joshua Hill and all these other guys that basically fit the same mold. Why do you hate guys with awesome names? That's two now. What the hell? Ridiculous. Just uh, I love Asante Samuel Jr., so I gave this an A draft. Great value. I gave it an A draft as well. I love what the Chargers are doing. Fantastic. They usually have good drafts. It's just those guys get hurt during the year. Yeah, Derwin James is the guy. If he's Joey good, Bosa. man, the Super Bowl. Like they're going to Super Bowl. Derwin James can play. That's it. On paper, that team's always stuck. Yeah. Okay, the AFC South. Houston is up first. What was Houston's best pick to you, Webb? I didn't mind this draft at all. I didn't oh. mind it at all. We're gonna um, have some disagreements. <laughs> for, no, and 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 like my qualification for that is that I have such low expectations for Houston. The bar is so low. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I honestly I think it's a tie between their third round picks, Davis Mills and Nico Collins. I don't, you know, Davis Mills. Didn't play much, but a lot of scouts were high on him. I don't want people to start talking about him being like the the successor to to Deshaun Watson. I think it's between him and 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 Tyrod uh, for <laughs> to play when Deshaun's out this year. But I didn't mind the draft. I'm not saying it was a good draft, but for the incompetence that we've seen in the past years, good <laughs> first draft for for Casario. So my best pick for them was Brevin Jordan, tight end for Miami. I thought he was excellent. I was surprised he was available in round five. I think the interviews were bad, so he fell, but love the talent there. And the worst pick for me was Davis Mills, quarterback Sanford. He only played seven games. He was the number one high school recruit, and that got him drafted this high. I think he's torn both ACLs. It's it's bad if you tore one. If you tear both of them, there's going to be issues. And it's not like Houston is good at protecting quarterbacks. Deshaun's sacked all the time. So having a quarterback with no ACLs might be an issue going forward. I'm not... I'm not a doctor, but I think that might be a problem. I didn't, you know, that was their first pick in the draft. I didn't mind it. A lot of um, scouts from what I read even before was that like in the second tier of quarterbacks with Trask and Mond and, and, and Mills and, you know, some of the other guys, Davis Mills stood out to a lot of scouts um, as like head and shoulders above, right? Re- so, wait, real quick question. Who is the last Stanford quarterback you remember? Your boy. Andrew Luck. And where is he right now? On a couch. Retired. I don't trust Stanford players anymore. They're dead to me. <laughs> nope. F minus. <laughs> man, that's just harsh, man. No, I didn't I didn't mind it. I gave Houston a B. Um, the worst pick was Roy Lopez, but that's fine. Uh, sixth round pick. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a C. I don't hate the draft. I just think using the, the, your first pick on a quarterback says you don't know what's happening with Deshaun, and that's not a, good, not a good thing for the team. Okay, the Indianapolis Colts are up next, this piece of garbage team. Webb, what was their best pick? Can you find a good pick of this dumpster fire of a draft? You said their best pick? Yeah. Quiddy Pay. I, I love that pick. I loved it. 
Nope. Do you remember what I texted you before they drafted Quiddy Pay? No, I honestly don't. I said, it better be Christian Derisar or I'm going to go on a murder spree. Oh, yes, you did say that, yeah. Yeah, and then it wasn't Christian Derisar. And I wrote these. I wrote this draft grades before it came out today that Chicago cut Charles Leno. So if we side Charles Leno, the left tackle from Chicago, I will improve this grade. If we don't do that, though, F minus, I'll be furious. You might still get Villanueva. Like, he's still a free agent. Leno is better. Leno was better than Anthony Costanzo last year by PFF rankings. Leno's still but good. You, he's just expensive. You don't like PFF, so we don't have Bro, to worry about that. I need a left tackle in my life, all right? I need somebody, okay? <laughs> I love the Quiddy Pay pick. I I like Quiddy Pay. I like his story. I I like the fact that he got drafted as high as he did. Um, I like that he's going to the Colts. I think he's going to stand out. I think you're going to you're going to have some egg on your face um, in about six months. No, no, no. You totally. Can. I love Quiddy Pay. This is not about Quiddy Pay. This is about, it's about who you didn't take. It's about who we exactly. I think okay. Quiddy Pay is going to be very good. Okay. I also think we're going to lose a bunch of games if Carson Wentz is hit 45 times a game. It's okay, that's fair. That Darisaw was my number five or six player in the draft. He was available at 23, 21, and we passed on him. It's the opportunity lost cost. Like, it's just infuriating. Oh, I've been there as a Rams fan. Yeah. Uh, their best pick to me was Kylan Granson, tight end from SMU. Uh, I really like what this guy does. He kind oh my God. Who was the Philly special guy? What was that guy's name? Trey Burton. Trey Burton. He's a more athletic Trey Burton, and the Colts need that in their offense, so I think that's going to be a good pick, good pick for them. I like that pick as well, um, but sort of sandwiched in between Quiddy Pay and Kylan Granson was the guy I think was the worst pick that you that you made. What, well, real quick question, Webb. Do you think it's important for a guy who's six foot five and 285 pounds to have his Achilles? I would say yes. I agree. So their worst pick was Deo Dipingo from Vanderbilt, who tore his Achilles in January. He can't walk. He's not going to play this year. And see, the coolest issue is they get, they fall in love with guys' character and their story. And they started calling this guy the human hurricane in their draft room, and it just stuck. And they can't let these things go. So they drafted him like fools. He might be good, but he might not have an Achilles. It's ridiculous. I am furious, Webb. Yeah, that's... That's a big issue for someone coming into a professional league. Yeah, like the Achilles is the worst injury for any for any athlete to have. It's yeah. literally the worst one. I never have faith in it, especially a big, like a guy that big and that powerful. Losing your Achilles could, if he's ninety percent of what he was, this was ridiculous. This is a terrible pick, and I'm not sure he'll be that good. I'm trying to think, honestly, Kevin Durant is the only player that I can say successfully came back from the Achilles in terms of what we've seen in a game. I don't know long-term what the effects are. KD could be hobbled, right? Yeah, but, but in a game, he, he's looked he, great. He's great. But then the, the little injuries keep coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, yeah. that's the thing. Like, and with a game like football where it's so much more violent, I just think it was a yeah, terrible yeah. idea. Like this, this oh, could yeah. work out, but I, I think it's much more likely that it's a failure. This got my worst draft grade D minus. It was bad. Yeah. Really bad. D minus. Hard D minus. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's a little harsh. D minus is like, it's like they drafted a, a punter or something in the second round. That's not, that probably be an F, but still. Um, if the punter had an Achilles, I'd be more favorable of it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I gave the Colts a C, man. Worst. Sorry, I won't spoil it. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars are up next. Uh, their best pick to me was Trevor Lawrence. I love him. I think he's going to be excellent. And a little shout out to Walker Little, the tackle from Stanford, who I also love. I think they had a really good draft. I wasn't as bullish on the on the, the Jags draft. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence was the de facto consensus pick, number one pick. Fantastic pick. The Travis Etienne. You could have taken Trayvon Merrick, man. Like you had, you could have taken a bunch of other people. Do not, yes. <laughs> you did not need to do this. Stop trying to pair college teammates together because you think it's gonna, it's gonna be, uh, uh, you know, successful. You know, like I'm sure it can be because of the camaraderie and obviously the familiarity, but don't force it. So I wasn't as high on the Jags draft. Yeah, Etienne was my worst pick as well. Uh, I don't like running backs in the first round. And then after the draft, Urban Meyer said he's only our third down back. So he's not even going to play on first and second down. This is a terrible idea for a first round pick. Made no terrible. sense at all. And I don't I don't mind running backs in the first round, but it depends on the team. It depends on the, the need. So I wouldn't say like as a hard rule, I wouldn't have running backs drafted in the first round. It's just uh, Jacksonville should not have done this. Yeah. Uh, but Trevor Lawrence gives them an A. You get the best player in a draft, you get an A from me. So, A for Jackson. The Jags got an A? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Trevor Lawrence is that good, man. This draft could have this draft could win them a Super Bowl. So, it's an A. I give them a B. I also didn't like. They had the first pick in the second round. They took Tyson Campbell. They had the first pick in the second round. Pick 33. <laughs> and they took Tyson Campbell. I agree with you about Walker Little. I love that pick. Um, Andre Sisko is supposed to be a beast. So maybe they think they made up for, for Trevon by not taking uh, him and it took Sisko in the third round. But Tyson Campbell, that brought it down for me, man. No, I thought uh, Trevon was the best safety in the draft. But he was the third one that got drafted. So it's possible that draft Twitter was just way higher on him than the league was. Because Hall maybe. went first. Like, I, I disagree. But it's really weird to me that two other guys went first. I don't know. It's yeah, weird. could be something in there. Yeah, because I think yeah they should have taken him like 100 percent over at ten. It made no sense. Uh, had two chances. But the worst thing is, it really kills my fantasy football team for keepers because I had one that was excellent. Oh man! Oh man! I'm I'm staying back. For, I'm staying away from the running backs. There's just too <laughs> many committees now, man. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm worried. Okay, Tennessee is up next. What was Tennessee's best pick, Webb? <sighs> I think they had a number of good picks. I'll probably go with Dylan uh, Reduns. Me too. And that'd probably be my my uh, my best pick. Value, need. Yeah. Dylan Reduns, the tackle from North Dakota, protected Trey Lance, pick 53. Love the pick. What was the worst pick they made? Uh, Monty Rice, because I hadn't really heard too much about him. And... Um, I just think that there are some guys that they could have taken over him, but they had so many picks in the third and fourth round that I think they kind of gambled. So I had a different guy, but it's Rashad Weaver from Pittsburgh now because he was arrested today. Yeah. Or sorry, he was arrested before for a crime he committed on the 18th, allegedly. So we'd already done this and then he still got drafted. Kind of weird. He's not playing for them. Yeah. Uh, Before that, though, it was Caleb Fairley. And this is nothing about the player. It's that Tennessee has no corners and his injury concern is very real. So he could be a top five corner or 
he could be out of the league in two years with his back issues. I think Tennessee is ready to compete now. So I'm not sure about taking the risk here. So I like that because of the gamble, because of the high ceiling. Um, you and I talked about him and where they got him at 22 when he could have been the first corner off the board were it not for the injuries. I liked it. Oh, no, I agree with you 100%. Like, I think he's going to be good. I just know that Tennessee almost went to a Super Bowl two years ago. They're a, they're a good team. And if they had taken Newsom, for example, who I think is going to play, I think it's just safer for where they are as a team right now. I think you just like the name Greg. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a weird insult, but sure. <laughs> okay. The, we've finished the AFC. What was your favorite draft in the AFC? I'll have to put you on the spot here. It would be between the Chargers. Probably the Chargers. I'll go with the Chargers. I love what the Chargers did. I think I'm going to go with Cleveland. I really like Cleveland's draft. I was I was debating between the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the, pa- the Patriots. The Patriots. Patriots. And, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Chargers. But I like what the Browns did, too. I think, honestly, you can't rule them out from going to the Super Bowl. If if Mahomes goes down, like, are they not the second favorite in that whole conference? Maybe even more than Buffalo. I still go Buffalo first, but Cleveland, with their depth, yeah, they might be, but they might be more favored for sure. I just Baker Mayfield is yeah. iffy, you know. Like I just yeah, yeah, trust yeah. Josh Allen more. But put else? Josh Allen on on Cleveland. That's a different team. Oh, for sure. Okay, let's start with the NFC East in the NFC. Uh, first up is the Dallas Cowboys. They had an interesting draft. They wanted some players at 10 or 12, and they got taken before them. So my best pick for the Cowboys was Jabril Cox, linebacker from LSU. He's an excellent cover linebacker. Stop tight ends very important these days. I think he's really good at it. So I like the pick there. People are raving about Jabril Cox. I like him. I did like that pick. But my favorite pick for Dallas was one of my favorite picks in the draft, Michael Parsons. And I loved it. For two reasons. One, I love the player, and I think he could have gone earlier. And two, the Cowboys drafted down, secured a third-round pick, and still got a fantastic guy at a fantastic need for them. I agree. Micah Parsons was an excellent pick for them. Uh, Their worst pick was, for me, Kelvin Joseph, the cornerback from Kentucky. I just like Asante Samuel better. So they're better guys on the board. I I agree with you. It's too early in the draft to take him when you had other guys. Yeah. So I gave the draft a B minus. I gave them a B. Like if you ask me on night one, on day one, like, oh, A plus for the Cowboys. <laughs> Let me ask but you it, a question. Yeah. Is Leighton Vanderash still on this team? They didn't pick up his option, right? No, exactly. But he was a first round pick linebacker like two years ago, oh, I guess three years ago now. That just never plays. I just, they've put so much of their draft capital in this position. It seems like, I love the player, but Jalen Smith's one of the highest paid linebackers in football. There's just like so much capital there. Yeah. yeah. But Sertain and Horn were gone. I think that really screwed him. Yeah. Once they saw that, they're like, screw this. We can get Michael Parsons and we can get an extra draft pick. Yeah. Let's do that. For sure. Okay. The New York Giants are up next. What was their best pick, Webb? Definitely wasn't Kadarius Tony. I could tell you that. Um, <laughs> Did you know Urban Meyer came out and said he was the guy we wanted at 25? Like he came out and just said this. I never hear people say that ever. They're never like, this is the guy I wanted. He said it. I couldn't believe it. Oh. I'm going to go with Aziz Ojulari, uh Gamble, but I love where they got him. Number 50 overall. 
I had him going in the first round, I think, in one of my mocks. The fact that he went another like 18 picks, I think is 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 great value. So I have him as the best pick also. Uh I had my issue with the Z's was that he only fit on certain teams. I had him going to Baltimore because I think he fit that scheme. But the Giants run a kind of similar scheme. So he's one of the places that he fits. So I love this play. I love this pick. I love the fit on the Giants. I think it's going to work out really well for both sides. The Giants, sneaky, man. Sneaky, yeah. good defense. For sure. And the worst pick was Kadarius, Tony. Gettleman traded down for the first time in his life, and he was just determined to get a, a wide receiver. He did not care who it was. So I don't like that. One of the worst picks in the first round, when you had so much talent staring at you, you could have gone in almost any direction. And why did you choose to do this, man? Like, this is stupid. But the grade is a B plus for me because they did move down from 11 to 20 and got a first round pick for next season. So I do like that move. So they got a B plus for me. I have them at a B. That's a great uh, rationale for your B plus. I just yeah. thought that taking, they, they blew that first round pick, man, in my opinion. I think it's possible Chicago is a top five pick next year. So I think that's going to work out very well for the Giants. Really? Yeah. You're not very high on them. We'll get to Chicago in a second because <laughs> I am and I'm not. There's, okay. Uh, Philadelphia is up next. My Their best pick was my favorite pick in the draft, I think. Landon Dickerson, center guard from Alabama, pick 37. I love this guy. I think he's going to be an all pro. Uh, if it wasn't for the ACL, he would have been, I think, a top 15 pick. I think he would have went before Elijah Vera Tucker. So I love this pick for the Eagles. Love that pick. I agree with you. I'm surprised he fell as far as he did. Um, but it was a need for the Eagles who have like one of the oldest offensive lines that are still one of the top lines, if healthy, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. Um, for sure. They needed to put some more youth into uh, their line. I think that was it Andre Dillard that drafted last year who got hurt. I think it was two years ago, but two yeah. Two years ago? Um, I think it was the youth. Yeah, I think it was two years. But yeah, they do for sure. And their worst pick to me was Milton Williams, a defensive tackle from Louisiana Tech. I just think they should have went corner earlier. They had nothing, and they didn't try and fix it until the fourth round. I like the guy they took. I just don't like the when they took him. My worst pick for the Philadelphia Eagles is number 10 overall, Devontae Smith. <laughs> I did not like that pick at all. I, th- I feel like that was a panic move. Jalen Waddell and Jamar Chase were gone. Philly traded up to get Devontae Smith. He probably would have been gone. Um, but The Giants were going to take needs. him. The Giants were going to take him. They had other needs. They had, let, I would have let the Giants take him. They had other needs. He drafted a receiver last year in the first round, even though it was like in the 20s. You have other needs in the secondary, offensive line. So here's why I disagree with you. Because I read some Philly chat boards before the draft. And it seemed like the fans were going to murder Howie Roseman if he didn't take, get Devontae Smith. Like, this is what they wanted to happen in Philly. I think his job is kind of questionable right now because of how the Carson Wentz things went. So I think he had to do this to kind of keep fan morale up. Which isn't good uh, for your football team if you're doing it just for that. But I, I think that's why he pushed to make this happen so hard. So, like, from a human perspective, from me having compassion for him keeping his job, fine. But for from a, a football or, or a, um, an organizational perspective, I think that's a really stupid reason to just try and appease the fan base to the detriment of your football club. 
So I might even lower their grade even more if that's true. Very fair. What was their grade? I mean, I had them at a B, but after you're telling me that, and I have to read the story on The Athletic that talks about Harry Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie and Doug Peterson, I might put it at a C plus, but I have it as a B right now. I'm not saying that's for sure what happened. I, that's my my take on it. I think he knew for the fans they had to get Devontae. That's not confirmed or anything. I think I think that's what happened. We'll see. Remember, this team, this team flagrantly, actively through the last game of the season to get Devontae Smith, ultimately, right? And a first-round pick next year. And a first-round pick next year that they're going to waste again. So maybe I should wait a year before I before I criticize it. But right now it's not looking good. Doug Peterson lost his job for this, so they're ruthless. Okay, the Washington professional football team. Uh, their best pick to me was Donnie Brown from North Carolina, wide receiver. I think he's really good. Explosive. They don't really have a guy like him. I like the pick. Uh, I like the Sam Cosme pick because I think it was a need for for the football team of Washington. So I like that pick second round. Um, I thought the Jamin Davis pick was very high from an issue with the player. I just thought it was high. And I thought they could have addressed the O-line um, sooner, but I like, I like Dimey Brown as well. Yeah. The worst pick for me was Jamin Davis, the Kentucky linebacker for the same reason as you, I like JOK better. And I think they could have taken Darisaw, but so for JOK, apparently he had a health issue that came back before the combine. Sorry, after the com- the medical recheck that got cleared. But apparently that was an issue for some teams why he fell. So. He has a heart issue, right? Yeah, but I think he doesn't. I think that like a, a check came back that got fixed or something. Mm. So it was like a, a negative, a false positive kind of thing. Mm. But they, they don't really release much information, right? They kind of just say there was an issue that got cleared later on. So he could have yeah. a real serious issue. Hopefully he doesn't, obviously. I didn't like, uh, yeah, hopefully he does not. Uh, I didn't like Benjamin St. Just, the third round pick. I like how you threw that in right there. Like, yeah, hopefully not. You seem like a good person because your robot brain did not automatically do that. You're, You're non-human. A terrible person. Terrible person. Yeah, no, I, I, I hope that JOK is good, man. Honestly, I do. Sure. What's your draft grade for Washington? Uh, C. I gave him a B. I like Cosme. They had an okay draft. I love- yeah, I thought for a team that's not there yet, you need to have a great draft. Who is their quarterback? Uh, Fitzmagic? Exactly. They're there, buddy. They are there. They couldn't be more there. <laughs> All right. I like the passion. I, I, buddy, I, I love watching Ryan Fitzpatrick play football. I, on, it is so much fun. I don't care how good he is. He is fun to watch because you never know what's going to happen. He's like fun Jameis. Jameis is bad. You don't know what's going to happen. Fitzpatrick is fun. You don't know what's going to happen. I love it. Jameis and, and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick are the two quarterbacks that you can never count on in fantasy football. 100%. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> you bench never. them, they're going off at 30 points. You start them, maybe 11. Two and a half. Yes. <laughs> Jameis has three. Jameis yeah. has three picks in the first half. You're like, God yeah. damn it, how am I down six points? Yeah. Who used to do that to me all the time? Oh, there was a receipt. There was a quarterback that used to do it to me all the time. I don't remember who it is now. I think Carson Palmer got me bad one year. It's really tough for me. I can't. I I, I got to think about it. There was a a quarterback who at like the half would I'd have like point three four. It's not great. Points. Yeah, zero point three four points at like the half, and then they would just turn it on after and get maybe like fourteen. But 
Maybe it was Kirk Cousins. Maybe I'm thinking of Kirk Cousins. Oh, that could definitely be. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the NFC North. Kirk Cousins division. Let's start with the Chicago Bears. What was their best pick, Webb? This is my favorite draft of the my favorite draft, like period. Chicago. Buddy, me too. I gave them really? an A plus Yeah, I love what they did. Favorite draft. They hit it out the park. Best Justin Fields trading up uh from 20 to going to number 11. Aggressive, got possibly the second best quarterback in the draft. Who could knows? Be the, like, could be the best. Yeah, five years down the line. I could definitely see uh, uh, Justin Fields or Trey Lance, honestly, from a narrative perspective, getting MVP consideration um, and just with, on the teams that they're on, that will make them look very good. I don't think Trey Over- Lance will get MVP consideration. I, I think, think if they'll give Shanahan the credit, he could have the numbers, maybe, but they'll give Shanahan. I think Fields has the chance for the MVP stuff. Maybe. Um, so on like, Passing numbers, I think feels over Trey Lance. But if Sam Fran goes 14 and two one year and Trey Lance has 20 touchdowns and three picks, yeah, thousand yards on the ground, maybe I don't, I don't know. I'm getting way ahead of myself, obviously. Uh, my favorite pick for the Bears was Tevin Jenkins. Just kidding, it was Justin Fields. Oh, was, I was like, it's, wow, it's Fields. I love Justin Fields, he was my number two quarterback. I don't understand why people overthought this. Like he was the second guy all year, all last year. And then sometimes teams just like they start looking for problems to ding you. Yeah. They overthink it. Fields is excellent. He's gonna be great. Matt Nagy could ruin him, but I love Justin Fields. I think he's excellent. I love it. I, I love it also because of Chicago and Chicago, because of what happened with Mitch Trubisky pass and them passing on Mahomes and Deshaun and all that stuff. They Hope. needed this. Hope is a huge part of this, yeah. It gives the fans something to root for, like someone good. Like they're excited for this. It gives them hope. That's huge for a sports team. When you have a bad quarterback, like who wants to watch Andy Dalton? He's fine, but no one's excited to watch Andy Dalton play football. Is he fine? He is fine. He's good. (laughs) This just, I think just, this just uh, gave Matt Nagy and uh, Ryan Pace, I'd say another three years. No, not Nagy. No, no. Pace, maybe. Nagy could be gone this year, hundred percent. Okay, I think I if, think it's likely he's fired. I think Pace has a chance, but I think it's likely Nagy's fired. If Chicago wins seven games this year, no, eight. If they win eight games, is Nagy fired? How many games does Fields play? Uh, I don't know, eleven, maybe. So, I think that what's going to happen is that Andy Dalton is going to play the first five. They're going to go two and three. Then Fields will come in. If they go three more for the four more for the year. It's a 17 game year. They're going to say, you know what? Nagy's not the guy for fields. we got to bring someone else in and he's going to be gone. Yeah. If, if field looks bad early on. Yeah. I agree with that. Not even bad. Just like a rookie. I don't think they want Nagy like controlling fields. I don't think they want that. That sucks. They should have fired him before they did the draft. I'm all, I'm, 100%. Always, <laughs> I'm always for bring the coach in, bring the GM in before the draft. They can choose their own guys. Yeah, I agree. I think that they didn't want to play their hand that they were going to get Fields, though. Mm. Yeah, they, I guess they, that would have... They would have given it away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have made people wise to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And to be fair, I did love the Tevin Jenkins pick, although apparently he's going to play left tackle for them, and I'm not sure he's a left tackle in the league. So 
that is interesting. I love the pick as well. Like we talked about it on the on the pod before. Um, offense was what they needed to do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so this got an A plus for me. I gave it an A. I might reconsider doing an A plus, but I gave it an A. Um, I didn't have a bad grade or sorry, a bad draft pick for them. Yeah. Okay, the Detroit Lions are up next. Uh, their best. I love this draft as well. This was actually one of my favorite drafts. This was the number two draft for me. And this actually had better players than Chicago all the way through, but just didn't have the high-end quarterback. Uh, okay. I love everything they did in Detroit. I can't believe it. But my favorite pick was Amran, Saint, Amran Ra St. Brown from USC, the receiver. I thought he was a second-round player, and they got him in the fourth. They don't have receivers in Detroit, and I love this pick. I love Penny Sewell, and that like obviously was a no-brainer pick, but they didn't overthink it. They could have gone Devontae. They could have done something stupid. But new GM in town, uh, new regime. Yeah. They got one of the top players in the draft. They didn't overthink it. They didn't panic. He fell to them. I think it's going to be a huge steal at seven. That was my favorite pick for them. Yeah, I have no bad picks for them. Their second and third round picks, their defensive linemen, Levi Amorzuki and Ali McNeil, are just big honking defensive linemen. And in December, when you have to run in Green Bay and Chicago, they're going to stop the run. This team is being built the right way, and I love it. And the trenches, yeah, and, I love it. And a couple of years ago, Detroit had a really good run defense when they had Snacks Harrison. Yeah. Um, so it's good that they're they're building this culture. I like yeah. I love the Levi pick. Yeah, me too. Uh, this was an A plus for me. Uh, yeah, this is my favorite I, draft all the way through. A plus. I gave it a B plus. Because it's Detroit, and I expected some them to do something so stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not. It's probably fair. Okay, the Green Bay Packers are up next. Uh, they have moved the new girlfriend in. They have not moved the wife out yet. What was your favorite pick by this? Uh, what's the word? Cheating hussy of a team. Wow, I think I like the Mari Rogers. Me too. Me too. <laughs> and it's funny that they have another A Rogers on the team. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. They need they needed this. Um, I think his comp is Randall Cobb. I don't know if it's because he's just on the Packers like Randall Cobb was, and he's about the same height, five ten, stock guy, stocky. But um, he was very good. They got him in third round. They didn't force the receiver um, pick. Eric Stokes, I thought was solid. A lot of people didn't like it. I thought it was a solid pick, and the Packers needed someone to uh, to help Jair Alexander. Yeah, I, I didn't mind. The, I didn't mind the draft. So Mario Rogers my, was my best pick. Uh, their worst pick for me was Eric Stokes, and this is not against the player. It's because you're just inflaming Aaron Rodgers right now. <laughs> like you know what he wants, and you're like, you know what? Here's another defensive player. In the last eleven drafts, they have taken ten defensive players in the first round in Jordan Love. You know how insulting that is. I would lose my mind. But apparently. If Justin Jefferson was there or they were able to trade up, Packers were going to take him. I don't know how true that is, but they said they came out and said that if he was there. Bill Polian said that he was going to draft Tom Brady in the first round, but they had Peyton Manning like four, two years ago. <laughs> I was like, really, Bill Polian, you goddamn liar? <laughs> really? You were going to do this? Everyone says this. They're all yeah. liars. Either you did it or you didn't do it. You don't get credit for coulda, woulda, like you said to me earlier today in your scumbag nature. Oh, we gotta talk about that. Um, <laughs> I uh, what was the I don't for think, Green Bay. Sorry, I don't think they had a bad draft pick. Really, like I think I'm gonna give them 
a solid B plus. I I don't think they had a bad draft pick. D. But you're doing it more for like the interpersonal yes. relations with for with how Rogers exactly for just making this worse. That's fair. It's that's fair. It honestly, it, it's what they should have done. Just said, hey, you know what, Rogers? Here's a receiver. Just we're trying to fix this. This is a good faith effort from us to you. Here you go. And they didn't do I, it. I can't disagree with your rationale. Yeah. But it's I disagree just... with your grade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Minnesota Vikings are up next. What did you think of Minnesota's draft? Who was their best pick? Surprisingly very good. Yeah. Um, Christian Derrissaw. Yeah. I love Derrissaw, man. He's excellent. The O-line's trash. They didn't overthink it. They took Justin Jefferson last year, who was, who was phenomenal. Um, protect Kirk Cousins or Kellen Mond, whoever the hell is going to play in a couple of years. And um, I, th- I thought it was a good draft, man. Surprised. Yeah. They traded down from 14 to 23. Still got Derrissaw, which I love. And then Wyatt Davis, the guard from Ohio State in the third round, he might be one of the toughest guards in this class. So their offensive line went from bad to maybe average, which is a gigantic step for how good Dalvin Cooks is going to be next year. I love this draft for them. It was good. And they had a good draft last year, too. Um, they, draft, they draft well when they don't take only corners. <laughs> what was their worst pick? Uh, I honestly don't know. Like Maybe one of the late fifth-round picks. Zach so Davidson, I, maybe. I, I honestly don't know. I had or, or, a, Sorry, sorry. Sorry. Maybe Kellen Mond. Maybe Kellen Mond. So I like Kellen. I think Kellen Mond's pretty good. But I could see that's kind of weird because Kirk Cousins never gets hurt, which is weird to me, too. But I had it as Patrick Jones, the defensive end from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I just I don't like small school defensive ends really. Usually they don't usually they don't hit. It's just like not a good thing usually. But I've been wrong before. We'll see. That's I fair. didn't love the pick. What's your grade? I gave the draft an A. I thought it was a really good draft overall. Yeah, that's me. The, Patrick Jones is me nitpicking, but I love the draft. I gave it a B plus, but I really liked it. I think I'm actually the tougher grader, uh, tougher evaluator <laughs> this this draft. Usually I'm I'm easier. Oh, I'm not making that joke. Okay, the NFC yeah, West don't. is there. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals are up first. What was their best pick, Webb? Zayvon Collins. Okay, okay. I like Zayvon too. I had it as Rondale Moore, the wide receiver from Purdue. They have wanted this guy for a while. They drafted Andy Isabella, hope for the best. I think Rondale Moore is exactly what they needed for this team. Just a complete speed guy, open up the field. I love the pick. They have 21 receivers on this roster. So I just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know who's going to get enough usage, who's going to get enough uh, uh, snaps. Like, I'm just, I want to see how this is going to materialize. I don't hate the player. I just want to see how it's going to, how it's going to all pan out because they didn't have a pick for another two rounds. So I, I agree with you, Rondé Moore is great, and I'm reading up on him and I'm hearing that he could have been first round, uh, yeah. talent-wise. Who was their worst pick? Uh, I'd probably go with uh, Victor Dimukiji from Duke. Yeah. I just – I mean, it was a sixth round, so it's not that bad, but I just didn't – I thought they could have maybe tried to get a running back late, maybe try to get some more uh, uh, O-line help. Didn't they sign all pro James Conner recently? They did. Yeah. Like that's why uh, they didn't do it. Uh, my worst pick, and this is me being completely biased, and I know this, 
It's Marco Wilson. Do you know who Marco Wilson's brother is? No. It's Quincy Wilson, a former second round pick for the Colts who was terrible. Oh, so I hate him by association. And it's not fair to him, and I know that. I just can't stop myself. Couldn't tell you what Quincy Wilson looks like. That's a problem. Yeah, he was a second round pick. Should know what he looks like. Exactly. (laughs) I gave the draft a C. I gave it a B. Ooh, I can't wait for this next one. I cannot wait. Oh, God. Oh, God. The LA Rams are up next. Uh, What was their best pick, Webb? Uh, It's between Ernest Jones for me and Bobby Brown. Uh, I'll probably go with Bobby Brown because they didn't have very many good picks, so it's not that hard. I like the Ernest Jones pick a lot. Um, Yeah, Bobby Brown. So you know what I wrote for uh, their best pick? None. No one? None. I wrote none, for real. You're a hater, man. What was their worst pick? I think we're going to agree on this one. Tutu Atwell. No question. Webb, how much does Tutu Atwell weigh? A buck 60? 155. Jesus. He's a receiver from Louisville. I, I get McVeigh likes gadget players, but what the hell is he going to do with this guy? He gets hit once. He's going to break. I don't understand the thought process here. Uh, the thought process is that I think McVeigh likes certain guys and he thinks that this guy's going to fit into my offense very well. And he does that to the detriment of taking really good talent around him. It's more like, I think this guy can fit in really well in the offense. I could use him as a gadget guy or whatever, but there are other guys that they passed on in the second round. This is your first yeah. pick of the draft. You can't do this. I agree. I gave this a D minus, by the way. I did not like the draft at all. I wasn't that harsh. Uh, C minus, but oh God, was this draft bad. And then they, it, they took another running back, Jake Funk, in the seventh round to add to the other 16 running backs they have on the roster. Why do you hate guys with cool names? This is the third time now. Yeah, he has, I want Jake cool Funk name. to be my friend. Like that's a, Jake Funk, yeah, we're friends, but that's going to happen. Like I don't understand why you hate guys with cool names. You hate Wild Goose. You hate the Funk. What's wrong with you, man? Storm Johnson sounds like an Avenger. You're telling me right now you wouldn't be friends with Storm Johnson? I don't think anyone would believe I had a friend named Storm Johnson. Sounds like a action figure. Let's not get into you with imaginary friends again, okay? <laughs> okay, the San Francisco the San Francisco 49ers are up next. What was their best pick, Webb? Trey Lance. Okay, I like that. I like that. It was a good pick. Uh, mine was Aaron Banks, a gigantic guard from Notre Dame. I love this player. I think he's just people for offensive linemen, especially they think they need guys to be the most athletic. If, if you can't get around somebody, it's good. And no one can get around him. He's gigantic. He's going to be a good NFL player. People overthink things too much. This was, I thought this was one of the worst drafts, to be honest. I think the, and I'm going to spoil um, the next pick, but I think the NFC West had the worst draft in the NFL out of all the divisions. I didn't like their draft. I didn't like the fact that they took Trey Sermon third to add to the 11 running backs that they have on the roster. Um, just screwing me up for fantasy purposes. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't like the draft at all, with the exception of Trey Lance. Without Trey Lance, they, they, they did the right thing by taking him over Mac Jones and so fooled I, everyone. I like Trey Sermon. I think he's going to be a good player. And their running backs are never healthy. That's their issue. 
I think Trey Sermon hopefully will be more durable, but we'll see. How can you play 11 running backs in a game? They only have, I think, three now. McKinnon's off their team. I think they don't have as many as you think they do. But we'll, I don't, they could have 11. It's definitely possible. Shanahan loves running backs more than any other position on the, on the field. I say 11, but I can honestly probably only name two. It might actually be 11. Like, you could be right there. <laughs> no, it's I not know. Cra- I just... It's not crazy to me. I'm like, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and they all play. Okay, so my grade for this is a B, but it could be an F. Because if Mac Jones or Justin Fields are better than Trey Lance, no one's going to care that Trey Lance is good. If those guys are better than him, he'll never live it down. So Probably, but they have the utmost uh, leash. The longest leash and in, in one of the longest leashes in the NFL. They're locked in, man. I agree with you, but if Trubisky was a good player, it wouldn't have saved Chicago because Mahomes is an MVP and Deshaun Watson is yeah. an MVP candidate. It yes, doesn't yes. matter if the guys you passed on are excellent. And I think Fields could be excellent. I think Mac Jones is really, really good. So I think this could be a great pick or the whole thing could end up getting them all fired. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. This is one of the most exciting draft years because there's Everything so many changed. question yeah. marks. Yeah. I love this draft, man. <laughs> it was, yeah. Okay, the Seattle Seahawks are up next. They had three draft picks. It's a crazy team. Uh, their best pick was Stone Forsythe, the tackle from Florida. He went 208th. I thought he was going to go in the second round, so I thought this was great value for Seattle. What did you think? Uh, yeah, I don't mind it. I like Trey Brown the best. I do not like Seattle's draft at all. I usually don't. <laughs> they only had three picks. How mad could you be? <laughs> it's kind of like for the reasons that uh, that you didn't like Green Bay's draft. Like they have three picks. Uh, Russell Wilson wanted more say, so he kind of threatened to leave. I don't know what's going on with that. I haven't heard about that in a long time. Uh, I think they laughed at him when he did, but. They, called, and I love they called his bluff so hard. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but Dwayne Eskridge, I think it was a little early to take him. I don't think they needed that. They have two great receivers there. They need help um, in the secondary. They need help in the O-line. Didn't like their draft at all. Yeah. Uh, I thought their worst pick was Eskridge. I agree. I'm not sure why they did it. But I gave the draft to C. Only had three picks. So it's hard to say they improved too much. But I thought getting the value in round six was a good idea. So I didn't hate it as much as you did. I gave it a C as well. I, I'm just glad that, like, to me, none of the NFC West teams really hit it out of the park. Like Arizona, I think, had the best draft out of the four. But the Rams, Seattle, and San Fran are, were all trash. That's true. Everyone drowns. Terrible. Breeding for people to drown. Typical web. All right. The NFC South is our last division. Well, I'm excited for this one. You ready? I'm ready, man. Can you name all four teams in this division right now without looking at your paper? Yeah. Really? All four all four teams in the NFC South? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot Carolina was a team for like 25 minutes this morning. Wow. I was doing the list and I was like, okay, Car- Atlanta, New Orleans, Tampa. And I could not remember. And I refused to look it up on principle. I yeah, was you like, should know this. Yeah, could not remember it all today. It was embarrassing. It was terrible. Yeah, you should probably edit this part out, but it's staying in. I'm stupid. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the audience knows I'm stupid. Atlanta's yeah, is up first. <laughs> what was their best pick, Webb? 
I think we're going to disagree here. Uh, I'm stuck between. So I didn't like the Kyle Pitts pick for Atlanta, but I'm warming up to it. So I'm, I, I, to me, it's a tie between Kyle Pitts and the third round pick Jalen Mayfield. I had the exact same thing as you. I love Kyle Pitts. I thought Mayfield was a good, was a good bargain where they got him. Yeah. I'm warming up to that Kyle Pitts pick where they picked him. Yeah. And the worst pick to me was Richie Grant, the safety in round two, because Morig was still on the board. So I didn't like that. Yeah. But people I, I've seen, he's, he seems like a polarizing player. Like I've seen on certain sites, people love him. Other sites, people think it was a stupid pick. I didn't like it either. Too early, man. I agree. 100%. And this got a B for me. Solid draft. I gave it a B plus. Okay. Very fair. The team because I could I thought, not... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the rest of the draft, I thought they did a really good job. Yeah. Okay, the Carolina Panthers are up next. Their best pick to me was Terrence Marshall Jr., the wide receiver from LSU in the second round, at the end of the second round. I thought he would be gone like pick 31 to pick 36. And he went much later than that. So I love the value. I like this pick too. I think this was my favorite pick. I didn't like the JC Horn pick on day one. And then I warmed up to it. So I like it better now. This is one of my favorite drafts, I think. So I literally wrote worst pick none. And I thought JC Horn may have been taken a little, a little early. But certain him on a lot of boards were, shit, were mixed. So I think you can have it's dealer's choice, basically. It could be either yeah. way. Yeah. We agree too much, man. I don't like this. I So maybe let me cause some disagreement here. A lot of people didn't like the Tommy Trumbull pick. I liked it. So did I. Damn it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Chuba Hubbard. The Canadian. I liked it too. Yeah. Yeah. I like all these guys. I like yeah. Nixon in round five. I like this whole draft. I got an A for me. I love this whole draft. I gave it an A as well. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, me too. God damn it, Webb. I think I'm teaching you too much football. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the New Orleans Saints are up next. What was their best pick? Well, this is not one of my favorite picks. I thought it was one of the worst picks. Uh, sorry, one of the worst drafts. Uh, Peyton Turner was their worst pick for me. Um, I know a lot of people are low on Ian Book, but ah, fourth round, whatever. Who the hell is Peyton Turner? Why the hell did you take him 28th overall? Ah, terrible. So I like Peyton Turner, the player. I thought it was early for him. I wanted the Colts to take him in round two. So it's not the player. It was that it was really early. He's just a gigantic human being. He's six foot seven. He's huge. Yeah, he's huge. But I agree. They, they, they took him way too early. I think they lost everyone else. They're like, all right, we'll just do this now. Yeah. The Saints are weird like, like a, that. It looked like a panic move, man. It looked like, like Rashad Penny a few years ago. That was the worst draft pick. <laughs> uh, my best pick for them was Paulson Adebo from Stanford. Uh, if he came out last year, he would have been a first-round pick. So this is great value in the third round. And my worst pick was Ian Book, uh, Notre Dame. He's just not an NFL quarterback, size or arm strength. I don't, I don't know what he's going to do there. Yeah, it was not a good draft uh, for me. I like Pete Werner. Pete Werner. Um, I thought it was a solid pick, but I didn't like the rest of the draft really. Paul Sandebo, solid. Yeah, I got a C minus from me. One of the worst drafts. I gave him a C. Mr. Tough Grader there over there, huh? Okay. <laughs> and the last team in our draft draft grades, the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What was their best pick, Webb? Uh, I'm looking and trying to decide between Kyle Trask 
and Joe Tryon. I know people weren't really high on Kyle Trask. I just like that they have some sort of insurance, or not really insurance, but a backup plan for Tom Brady. So actually, I'm going to go with Kyle Trask. I liked it, especially where they got him. That's exactly what I wrote down. Kyle Trask, best pick. Nothing wrong with taking a quarterback in the Brady molds. It makes sense to have a backup. Brady's 43. He hasn't been injured, but everything could change tomorrow. And Trask could slide in and they could play the same style of football. Yeah. Yeah. And look where you got him. Yeah, 64. People thought he was the late first round pick, so they got him at the end of the second. It was good value. And their worst pick to me was none. I liked what they did. Joe Tryon for me was a developmental guy, but this is the place where they can develop him. He doesn't need to play. So I love the pick. I like what they did. I didn't really hate any of their picks either. Like seventh round, Chris Wilcox. Eh, I'm not going to give us, I'm not going to drop a grade for a seventh round pick. Um, really? So I thought they had a solid draft. It was fine. Yeah, me too. I got a solid B plus from me. I gave him a B. Okay. So my three favorite drafts were Detroit, Chicago, and Cleveland. What were yours? I think my three favorite were Chicago, the Chargers, and Kansas City. Yeah, KC was good. That's good. That's a good one too. Plus, you got to include Orlando Brown for the KC draft too, right? So yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's another reason the Colts draft sucked because they had to include Carson Wentz, and that's terrible. <laughs> hey man, would you rather have Carson Wentz or Tutu Atwell? Oh geez, yeah, fair enough. Carson Wentz. Would I have Carson Wentz or Justin Fields? Justin Fields. Yeah, well, I guess I guess you can throw in uh, Jalen Ramsey um, as well, and and you know, no, for the Rams, I'm not I'm not giving you the benefit of the doubt there. All right, <laughs> just to be mean, yeah, just that's fair. Yeah, all the Rams, you're gonna make the Super Bowl this year with Stafford, so you're fine. The Super Bowl is in LA, so the Rams have to be there. Good luck. All right. This is a much longer show than normal. Thank you, everyone, for sticking around. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, we will be back later in the week with some NBA content, and I'm sure some more NFL talk about Aaron Rodgers. Please follow us on Twitter, at the Rookie Phenoms, Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. We are now available on the hit platform, Verbal. So go check that out. And, of course, we are now on the Undrafted Sports Network. So go there to undraftedsports.com. And see some other great podcasts. There's a lot of good stuff there. Webb, do you want to throw in a little pitch there for somebody? Yeah, for sure. There's some really great pods that you guys need to check out. There's a Light and Hunch podcast hosted by Ryan and Z. Um, they have great ball takes, hoop fans. It's going to be something that you really want to listen to. Um, and this week's podcast of the week is the Always Compete, a Seattle, a Seahawks podcast. So obviously that's um, for the Seattle Seahawks. And just just to let you know that this week they're going to have an interview with undrafted running back Josh Johnson from UL Monroe. And that's going to be this week. So you don't want to miss that. Anything to bring up before we end the show, Webb? Yeah, Coop's a sore loser, but we'll get into that another day. You're not wrong. Thank you, Evan, for listening. Have a great night. We out. Post things on the board. <laughs>